0: Hi guys, welcome to our podcast, Marketing Minions. Here we talk about pink-collar professionals, the women entrepreneurs of India. We invite a woman in business and try to know their stories and experiences so that we can learn from them. Today we have with us Karishma, a fashion designer. So to begin
1: with Karishma, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your professional background? So I started off my career as a fashion designer seven years ago and I launched in 2014. So right after my I actually graduated uh, in marketing and uh, I was also studying on the side and the moment I completed my graduate opportunity to a famous designer in Mumbai and I opportunity and after assisting the designer for a year I got my own label called Karishma Rana.
0: That's great. So like, how did you, um, like, where did you get started from? Like you said, you know, interned at a place and then you started your own thing. But what were the logistics that were involved when you were
1: starting with your own um, thing? So initially, when I got back to my hometown, I was actually living in Mumbai and previously studying in Pune so it was actually very challenging to come back to a new city and because i knew people in mumbai and we kind of were aware of you know the places to source fabrics from and all the other things so it was quite challenging in the initial months luckily my parents were also quite supportive and friends and i think uh, slowly i started you know building contacts and finding new vendors here and getting skilled embroidery people and skilled masters, tailors to work with. And I slowly started setting up my own team in my hometown, Surat. Yeah, that's great. Like you said, like you mentioned, you know, your parents were very supportive. And
0: that's one of the most important things when you're starting off with your uh, own line, your own thing. So did you face any? From, like, maybe other people or you know, your uh, people who you who you used to study with, anyone? Um, criticism in
1: what sense, as in, I...
0: uh, like, you mentioned, right? That you were studying for a while and then you uh, went for a job and then you started your own thing. So yes. it's like choosing your own um, thing, like, well, yeah.
1: think I actually even paid attention if there was any criticism because I was always very passionate about starting my own venture and what really mattered to me then was you know having my parents support and also people I mean I was surrounded positive people and the work environment also that I was coming from previously where I was interning so and assisting that kind of motivated me and uh, I never any sort of criticism, yes, there were people uh, who would have said that you know it's too soon to start your own thing, and uh, you could have continued studying and because you know I was just like a fresh graduate who had experience for and then I was taking on this whole responsibility of starting a venture, so yes, there were people who did say so, but none of that really mattered because I was very headstrong, and I knew what I wanted. So how was working
0: uh, all by yourself different from working for someone?
1: Uh, I feel like it has its own pros and cons. Because when you're working for somebody else, in the initial years, it's all about experience. And you need that exposure. You want to do so many things. Because you're new and you want to learn the business. So I think initial years pros, which is in form um, of learning, but also the cons are uh, routine. you don't get much uh, exposure in terms of designing, and th- these are a few th- you're yeah. not given complete liberty which you would when you're running your own venture, so which is uh, always more interesting and fun when you're doing your own or if you're running if you're doing your own venture this gives you the liberty to kind of create and right yeah that's how
0: that's how i feel as well that you know when you're starting off your own thing then the freedom and your the liberty that you get you'll never get it anywhere else because you're all on your own terms yes so If you had to, you know, describe your uh, designs or the way you make your things and what would be your brand's USP?
1: So uh, since I knew that I wanted to uh, get into Indo-Western wear, so initially, even before I decided to do Indo-Western wear, it was always about making women's wear and affordable women's wear, which... uh, and I all I when you USP I will uh, my USP would be pastel colors and uh, it's that or any piece from my collection. I always believe that uh, uh, that the pieces usability or, or option, option where. You can can wear the garment garment more than once or twice to any function. Because these days, like a lot of women and we personally also, any uh, heavy outfits or anything that we wear, usually we don't tend to repeat the outfits. So I always thought of creating classic styles, which are always in trend and they never go out of style. So that was... That's actually
0: like the biggest problem that everyone faces, especially with the, you know, the coming up of influencers and social media, like if you wear one outfit, then, and if you post a picture in it, then you're probably not going to wear it again. So I actually really like that, you know, you're focusing on, focusing on uh, designs and outfits that people can wear multiple times.
1: Also, I feel like uh, people always focus on the design and the garment and, there are many ways to even change and dress up and dress down an outfit by also accessorizing it. So like I said, if you have a classic uh, outfit, say for example, if you have a Lucknowi or a chicken dress, it's always in style and say even for example, a sari or a kurta and there are many ways in which you can even dress it up or dress it down according to the occasion. So such pieces in your wardrobe are always... Investment and I always tried to create such styles that would have uh, like some value in the uh, client's wardrobe. Right. Speaking of uh,
0: the multiple designs you make and, you know, how you can always accessorize it differently. What is yeah. that like? What is one of your favorite designs that you've made in your like ever
1: since you've started? So I would have to say that they would be this jacket and these maxis that I made initially. So when Mm. I started, I actually designed this outfit, uh, outfit, which could be styled with a jacket and the jacket could be worn and reused in different ways. And also I designed capes, which was like a hot seller. And Mm. I ended up getting a lot of orders for those capes also. And it was one of the best... Pieces at our exhibitions and stores, so that was one of the pieces. Uh, it was actually embroidered, and it was the sheer net uh, fabric with a lot of hand embroidery, which was really appreciated. And we sold a lot of those pieces as well. So I think that has to be one of my favorite designs. Just by you explaining,
0: I'm like all like head over heels about the design right now. Definitely, <laughs> we'll go give it a look after this. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, uh, you mm-hmm. know, um, I, I like. Do you think your personal style affects what you make, or like, are the is your brand completely different from what you wear, or like, what you would wear? Uh,
1: I would say that personal style does play an a very important role, and uh, I think that is also again a different uh, choice that entrepreneurs or creators make. Uh, If you're targeting the masses, so you somewhere have to keep in mind uh, their design uh, preferences and sensibilities as well. But you have to, this is what I've learned and also kind of imbibed in my work is to create a strike, keeping in mind as well as your personal style. So when i uh, kind of pick a design from my collection i will style it differently and uh, depending on the client purchasing the garment from me i will suggest a different way of styling for them so i think that depends on the person yeah definitely and you know
0: like there have been times where especially for me like i've worn something that i'm like you know i don't look good in this but i I, like i'm running out of time and i still go out wearing that has there Mm -hmm. ever been a time for you like you know you've designed something that you don't like but you've still put it out or is there something you've designed like you've put in a lot of effort into
1: it but it didn't come out good? yes so many times i mean i think that is something to do with idea of conceptualizing a design and then the final result of it so in the entire process there have been times where there has been like a trial and error but like i said you know something that i like uh, somebody may not so the same way if design that's turned out the way i expected i mean didn't turn out the way i expected it to be maybe somebody else has liked it so that's always been a thing and that's always surprised me as well
0: <laughs> that's actually very true like design is always um subjective even be true. it like graphics or be it clothes so like has there been like a sale of your clothing that you know you know you weren't very fond of and you were like okay i'm pretty sure no one's going to buy it but th- someone ended up buying it
1: Yes, there has been a case like that. Like I said, I don't remember the particular outfit, but I do remember instances where, you know, I've not been confident about a particular design and it has been appreciated. Mm, And, And we're always open to, you know, customizing and All of that. So whenever we are dealing with a customer, uh, mainly whenever I'm talking to them, I always suggest things based on that. So if there's, we're always willing to improvise at times if the design allows it to. So that way it's been pretty convincing both the client and also me in terms of design.
0: Right. You know, you take up so many clients, and you make things according to them, and you know, you find a middle ground. So, what yes. are the challenges you've like faced as a fashion designer when you take up requests and you
1: try to merge it with your own personal as well At times, it's pretty challenging, and you know, because you have clients that you're dealing with since you know they they're basically like or something so at times you can't really shut them off or anything by immediately declining their requests but there are certain cases where clients are very particular about what they want and uh, also they kind of you know want inputs as well so I I put it out very subtly saying that you know this is what I feel you know if you take my personal opinion so this is what I feel would suit you the best, and uh, that's how I tackle such situations. but mostly ultimately, whatever, I always try to give them an honest opinion or, of what might suit them and not, and go by what they want, because mm-hmm. ultimately, if they're you know coming to a design, it's always good to give them your honest opinion and inputs as well. Right.
0: So I've always been like very
1: intrigued about this, but let's
0: say, let's say like I have to go to a wedding and then I come to you and I'm like, I have to go for a wedding and I give you no background at all. Then what is your thought process going to be like, what are you going to look for when I ask you for designs?
1: So basically at that point, I think I would always give you a suggestion based on the current trends. And like you said, weddings. So depending on how the wedding is uh, how close the person is whose wedding you need to attend based on that i would have to give you a suggestion but on that uh, i mean on the spot if i have to give you some advice would be based on the current trends
0: right so speaking of trends what do you think about all the fashion influencers who are coming up and you know who um who have who create reels such as like how to wear this top in multiple ways and all of that what are your thoughts about that
1: um i think it's great because since people are so hooked to instagram these days so it's also giving them a lot of awareness about a lot of brands and giving them uh, it also gives them a lot of new ideas on how to style differently and with the number of different and so many influencers coming up I feel like it's always good to have so many people the more people the more ideas and it's always good for everybody that way I think there's if you're creative and if you're doing well if you have that audience if people are liking your content it's always good it's a win-win for both so it's always yeah. good to have people sharing that
0: so uh, what were the challenges that you faced being a woman entrepreneur in this industry and, you know,
1: gen- in general, starting your business? Marriage is always, like, a very big factor that is always a, woman, a, a woman's mm-hmm. life. And also, as a entrepreneur. You know, whenever there's marriage concerned, you know, like, women have to relocate to different places. And also, what I felt and even otherwise is that, you know, to kind of set up your own, business, like an established store or a studio. So that is, which is not encouraged in, you know, for women entrepreneurs, because of these factors. So, so, so you've yeah. been
0: like, you've started your own, like, how long have you been around like in the business
1: industry? been around seven years I started in 2014 and uh, yes so throughout
0: the seven years that you you know started your own brand what's the like the best moment the happiest moment of your seven year journey
1: um I think the happiest moment would be there are actually so many (laughs) But uh, what I could think of right now is uh, probably costume designing that I did for two movies. Uh, So there were these two South Indian movies that I uh, designed costumes for, for an actress called Vedika and Amla Paul. And uh, another moment would be when uh, Ravina Tandon wore one of our outfits and also Moni Roy wore one of our outfits on Jalak Dikla so, so how do you feel like you know seeing your outfits in a movie or in a on like on television how do you feel? It's very overwhelming and the whole process I mean I would only say that what I mean everybody just tends to look at how the celebrities are dressed and the you know the front of how the design looks ultimately but the entire process and of how it's created and by who i think those things are not really acknowledged so it's actually great to you know kind of see from where it's going to the big screen basically so it's always like a very good experience and a very- yeah. right so for any uh, fashion
0: designer who might be listening to get to a level where you know you've reached and where you are right now so what would you give them like what how would you explain this process to them like reaching to like the film industry
1: how how did you get there uh so firstly any this is just like a small piece of advice that i give to anybody who i've had an interaction with or people younger than me or uh, students or anybody who just who are studying fashion is that uh This is basically from my personal experience is to, you know, kind of take your own time in the initial years and to learn and to get as much as exposure possible. And another thing is to not rush into starting your own venture. And also I feel like uh, creating your own aesthetic and style is really important. And another thing would be along with creativity I feel like it's very important to also be very well versed with the business and marketing sen- uh, you know, to have a uh, business and marketing sensibilities. So this is something that I feel is really important. And what I've always noticed is, and something that I also did was, you know, immediately to kind of start off, you know, to have this thing of starting off with your own venture in, you know, you, you're done with say one year or two years there are some people who immediately start and it actually works for a few but I sometimes wonder that you know if had I worked a little more had I gotten a little more exposure so this is just something that I always think and uh, look back upon and this is some advice that I would also like to share
0: right so uh since you also mentioned that you know you need to have um a clear point of view about how you're supposed to market it and how you're supposed to handle all the logistics behind the venture so since um you know the pandemic hit in 2020 and Mm -hmm. uh you already had a store and you used to function very differently before that yes so how did you switch like what changes did you notice
1: in your particular line of business We, like I was saying that uh, while the pandemic, we were working on a new collection, which kind of took us six months to complete post the lockdown. And uh, right after that, we tried selling it online as well on our website. And in between that, to take the opportunity to um, have some product online and to do some business, uh, we kind of... To the sell our first products on the website which were rakis so we made these uh handmade embroidered rakis that we first put up on our website and we did end up getting a good response for that and right after that we launched a new collection as well on the website and uh, mm-hmm. it did great online but we didn't have quite a good response uh offline and uh After seeing how the response was, we kind of decided to, you know, rework on our ideas and uh, also to kind of change our business strategies. And currently, we are also working on a new business plan and we are taking it slow. And we are Mm -hmm. also currently trying to launch a new website
0: you know, you mentioned that you were you launched on your website and you had to shoot everything online. So, was it difficult, you know, handling multiple social media platforms and you know managing everything online now after the
1: pandemic hit? Hey? Yes, I would say it was because uh, so far I've been the only one handling all of these things. I did get some help last year. Uh, mm-hmm. when when I had hired an intern and even she was quite helpful where we managed to even complete a photo shoot. But uh, one thing that I would say we've learned so far, you know, with the pandemic is also to be very patient and resilient. So I think uh, that's what we realized and we are kind of trying to adapt to the same. And uh, we saw, and I personally also saw a lot of businesses you know trying to make a good social media presence and a good online presence as well uh, say in terms of website or any form of social media so I think that's what we also realized it was time to do and uh, to kind of work on those things so yeah we are going there step by step
0: that's great
1: so how did
0: you come to know about pink collar professionals
1: So I was actually introduced uh, to Pink Collar Professionals by a friend and uh, yes, I think he read the he read Pooja's story featured on uh, one of the websites Mm -hmm. and that's how I kind of registered on the Pink Collar professional website and I got in touch with Pooja.
0: That's great. So if I had to, like, if you had to, you know, plan out um, a one-year journey,
1: like, where do you see your business one year down the line? I think I would, I would say that, uh, you know, I see our business uh, definitely having a good online presence. And uh, like you said, you know, with uh, things like reels and uh, influencers, so I think maybe working on a little more collaborations and trying to adapt and uh, be aware of more things that could attract kind of designs and uh, businesses that are looking, you know, an online presence.
0: That's great. Uh, I really, really hope that you have a very good social media presence. And I would love to see influencers and many more celebrities wearing your uh, outfits.
1: That's yes. like, so So, where can our listeners find you online? So currently, like I said, our website is uh, yet in the making. I mean, we are changing a lot of things. So I do have a website called www.karishmarana.com. And uh, apart from that, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Karishmarana Official. And we are very prompt with replying. So if there's any query, we can always cater to it. And we're also on Facebook with the name uh, Karishmarana. So currently these two platforms Instagram and Facebook that are active and soon we'll be launching the website as well
0: That's Relaunching.
1: Great. yeah I wish you all the best with your social media
0: presence with your business and so many celebrities wearing your dresses and I would definitely check out your page as well and see your designs um, I really love talking to you and love knowing about your style and how you started with everything. It was honestly very inspiring. And I'm sure everyone listening would also,
1: you know, they would have loved to hear about you. Thank you so much for making me a part of the podcast. And it was great talking to you and Pooja, definitely. Yeah,
0: not yeah. a problem. To listen to more stories of women entrepreneurs, follow us at Pink the Professionals. Let's catch up in our next episode with one more such interesting story. Till then, keep listening, keep learning, and have fun.